Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyra E. Rowell. Hello. How are you all doing on this day? I hope you are being intentional about your day and being mindful of your thoughts because whatever you're thinking will be how you feel. How you feel is what you're going to behave. So be intentional about your day. It is the first day of November, and we are pretty much heading into the new year, y'all. And how many more days? Is that like 60 something? Because I don't know how many days in November. Let me look right quick. There are 30 days in November, and then there are 31 days in December. So we're looking at 50 more days pretty much because today is the first day of November. But anywho, be mindful of what you're thinking because it will be how you feeling. They pretty much go hand in hand, you know, your thoughts and your feelings and your behavior. And it is going to be based upon what you are thinking, how you're feeling. So be mindful, be intentional about this day. So today I want to talk about uh, grieving through the holidays um, because there may, well, I really don't need to say there may, there are some people who are grieving and they have lost um, loved ones, um, people who they know and they love, and now they have to adjust to being without them through the holidays. So I want to talk about um, that process of grieving because we all need to know information about it, you know. Um, and I know some people don't like to talk about death, don't like to talk about um, being vulnerable because grief can be vulnerable. <clears throat> it is actually, excuse me, it is actually a vulnerable um, state of mind. But at the same time, there's nothing to be shame of when it comes to grieving. Because it is a natural process of our life, of our lives. Um, there is nothing that anyone can do to even get away from it. We all are going to apparently grieve because we all are going to die someday. <clears throat> Excuse me. So don't um, be shameful when it comes to grieving. Y'all will have to excuse me because my allergies are just been flaring up lately and it has even been um changing of weather around here that I ain't seem to settle yet and so since um, the seasons are like the way they are I'll just put it that way they are, um, my allergies are flaring up so please excuse me uh, you know trying to straighten my throat because I'm, I'm just as comfortable as you may be <laughs> but Grieving through the holidays. I just hope I get through this episode, <clears throat> even though my allergies are not. Let me be so great at, the, at this time. 
So let's get into it. Um, grief. I want to say first that it is a process. And when someone is processing something, we can't put a time on it. We cannot tell people when to get over something because every everybody process is different. So be mindful of telling others that um, that they need to get over something, getting getting over a loved one because you would, they they will never get over it. Okay, let's just be honest about that. How can you get over something? You can, especially death, especially um, someone who you love dearly and they are no longer with you. How can you get over that? You ain't gonna get over that. But what we can do is get through it. Grief is not something that you get over. It is something that you get through. So, first, be mindful that grief is a process. Second, let's look at the definition of grief. Grief refers to the thoughts, feelings, and behaviors connected to the loss of something important. You know, whether it could be a loss of a relationship, a loved one, a job, um, anything that's pertaining to an object or something like that, material things. Either way it goes, it's something that you can't grieve because it was a loss of something. It basically have you in a position where you are adjusting or um, adapting to a new way of life without that person or thing or object or uh, whatever. So um, we we got to know that um, that when you're grieving, it is going to have an effect on your thoughts, your feelings, and your behavior. Okay. Because we are human beings, we have a soul. So that means that you have a mind to think, a heart to feel, and a will to choose. That means your behavior. How the way you act based upon those decisions that you make. But those decisions that we make, they are based upon our thoughts and feelings. So grief, it can uh, have an impact on those things, you know. But... um, no matter what you do or say, um, just be mindful that um, this is something that you're just not going to get over, okay? Because that means that you're basically living through a um, an event that has happened and it has a life-changing uh, moment on your life. And, and when that happens, that means everything around you is going to be different. One moment you were at this state of mind, one moment you were at this location. You see what I'm saying? And then the next, you are adjusting or adapting or transitioning to another way of mindset, another way of thinking, another way of feeling, another way of behaving. So, hey, it's okay to not be okay. Grief is a process. So with that being said, there are three types of grief. 
three types of grief, okay? Um, that is acute grief, complicated, and integrated. Acute grief comes before integrated, you know, and then complicated grief comes after that. But acute grief is like a period of time after you have um, lost that loved one. And during this, during this time, that's when you're feeling shocked, you're feeling numbed, you're feeling like your whole world has just been shattered. Um, you have a loss of appetite, difficulty sleeping, a loss of interest in things, um, a loss of sex drive. Um, you also have feelings of guilt, whether that guilt may be toward, um, but you may feel that like um, it was something that you had done or something that they had done. Either way it goes, it's still a feeling of guilt. Um, poor concentration, most definitely sadness. Um, very, very sad. And some people have anger, you know, um, because it depends on how the way they process um, the, the sadness. So some people get angry when they're sad. So this is a period of time right after you lose that loved one, which is, um, you know, acute grief. And sometimes a person can go through um, intense uh, distress for a period of time, whether that be like five minutes, ten minutes, or a whole hour, or three days, or a whole week, where they are having some physical and emotional discomfort. You know, shortness of breath, tightness in the throat, or um, just want to be in bed all day, don't want to get up and take a bath, don't want to eat, and um, you know, those those things can also happen during the, the acute grief. This is a process, y'all. This is mostly what happens um, after someone loses a loved one. And you know, sometimes these people can have moments of uh, laughter or happiness. And then right after that, they can just go straight into crying. And if you are around someone like that, the best thing to do is to just ask them if, if there's anything that you would like for me to do at this moment. You know, because I know how some people just don't know what to say. And uh, you, you really you don't want to say the wrong thing either. But if all of a sudden, you know, that person started crying as soon as they was laughing or having some type of uh, happiness, all you can do is just go grab the tissue. Grab the tissue for them and give it to them and also give them a bottle of water because it is okay for them to have those uh, moments where they seem to be okay and then the next they are not. But it is okay. And I and we want our loved ones or whoever that, that may be grieving around us to be to be um safe 
and uh, vulnerable around us. You know, we don't want them to be feeling like they cannot uh, express their feelings and thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and let's be honest. If you are feeling uncomfortable being around um, someone who is going through grief, it's okay to even excuse yourself, okay? It's okay to tell that person, you know, I'm going to have to um, talk with you later um, because I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what to say, you know? We don't have to ghost people. We don't have to uh, make people feel uncomfortable, you know? You just verbally say what it is that's going on with you because there's nothing wrong with that. So that's a two, three. All right, integrated grief, you know, it's like, uh, the way I could really explain it is just like a person who had maybe got a cut on their arm or something and the doctor may have to uh, put some stitches in there or whatever, but if it's a cut, if, if, if there's a cut on your arm, that means that acute grief that is fresh. It, just imagine there is a cut on your arm. Or something just scrape against you and you can see the bleed. You can see the blood. You can see it's bleeding. And then all of a sudden you feel pain because um, you're noticing that something has scraped across your arm or whatever. And now you're feeling pain. That's what acute grief is like. But as time passed, that wound, that um, cut that was on your arm, it slowly healed, and then it becomes a scar. So that's integrated grief. That means that the the wound is no longer open. It's closed now, and you can see new skin appearing over it, and now it has left a scar. And it will always be there because um, it had opened up the skin. So complicated grief is like um, when your cut or wound becomes infected and it fails to heal. That's complicated grief. And then the wound continues to cause pain. Even, you know, after it had healed, per se, but the room has become infected and now there's a lot of pain and then it got worse. And so some people with complicated grief will have to seek professional help. So let's get back to integrated grief where I was talking about how the room of your arm becomes healed and uh, leaves a scar. But with integrated grief, that means that this part, you pretty much just got back into the uh, routine of your life. Um, of course, it is different than what it was before, but you got back into the routine of whatever activities and um, work you was doing before your life um, had changed because of the, um, the loved one is no longer there. But... Um, Sometimes you can fall back into a, a, um, acute grief, grief, because, like I said, it's not something that goes away. Um, something could actually 
pop up, you know, um, like a smell that you smell or um, a laugh that you hear or somebody mentions the name of a loved one. This can, you know, take you back to acute grief where you're having a period of time where you are actually grieving, where you are doing, um, where you're having intense emotion all at once. So don't um, be so hard on yourself if you find yourself doing that because it's it's not um, something to be ashamed of. It's not anything to um, be angry about or impatient with. Be, Be patient with yourself and realize that it is okay for you to get triggered here or there. And and all you can do is just sit in it. Just sit in those emotions and feel it and let 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 the um the wave ride, you know, ride the wave, you know. Um because it's important that you do go through the process instead of just internalizing all the all the emotions and internalizing all your thoughts because they can build up. They can build up. And then once you build them up to the point where you can no longer hold anything, it's going to explode. And you don't have to do that. Um, give yourself an opportunity to sit in those emotions and those thoughts and feelings and because when you do that you're it's like you're depleting at the time that it needs to be depleted instead of just allowing it to build up and be around people who will allow you to do that you know talk to people who will allow you to do that um, it's not good to be around people who do not generally understand and care for you, you know, because those people will tend to, they tend to say the wrong things, and whether they say it intentionally or unintentionally, <laughs> it's still being said, and um, words can trigger a person who is grieving, so, Bring around people who are helping you, not hindering you. So complicated grief, just like I was saying earlier when I gave the example of uh, a wound or a cut becoming infected. A complicated grief is a person who is grieving for long periods of time, but they're also having deep pain, pain that seems to be very frequently and uh, debilitating and it it continues to go on and on and on where it doesn't even leave room for a person to uh, laugh or have joy or have peace or even get into the interest of things that that they used to uh, like and love Um, that they feel like they've been betrayed, they can feel like they um, just can't seem to get through life because of their loved one being gone. A person who um, goes through complicated grief, these are the uh, people who mostly are going through uh, complicated grief. 
people who lose a person unexpectedly or violently. Um, people who have lost a child, especially a child that's very young, uh, a person that has um, a, a support system that is not um, effective, beneficial. Uh, for some people, just have poor support systems. You know, the support systems are not that great. They, 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 these people can go into complicated grief based upon these things, um, and they may have to have therapy. So, with complicated grief, um, if you're around someone who may be going through um, this type of grief, it's okay to ask them, would they like to seek professional help? You know, it's therapy because there um, comes a point where it, where grief can, you know, consume a person's life. And we don't want them to get to that point because then um, that could lead them to other psychological problems or issues. Right. So with this process of grieving, um, which I have given you, just take heed to it. Um, be um, helpful to people when they are grieving. If you are around them, um, allow them to be vulnerable. If you are the one that's grieving, allow yourself to be vulnerable. Give yourself permission to feel and sit in your emotions and process your thoughts with someone. It is okay to cry. It is okay to yell. It is okay to scream. It is okay to be in the bed for a couple of days. It is okay to not even have an appetite for a couple of days. Because grieving is an intense, emotional, painful process. And we have to treat it as such. You know, we cannot get over we have to get through it and you can so come back and listen to the next episode so I can talk about um, you know some ways of how you can get through grieving through the holidays Um, I also have some a process where you can um, complete a task of mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. And I will be talking about that on the next episode. So y'all have a great day today. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.